What's going on out there? And welcome to more Certa Paranormal Podcast. Today we are discussing sharks, uh, more specifically the true story of Jaws. think we should get in you know I'll, to mention that some of this is going to be a little bit graphic graphic uh, graphic Ooh. yeah <laughs> it, is, it is true stories um involving kids and sharks kids and sharks adults yeah, and sharks like and yeah a lot of blood but, uh we should mention that you know shark attacks are kind of rare uh though they it seems like they always happen in in spurts you know yeah it's uh, it's always like you know there's a bank of like 10 attacks or something in an area or and, and they say that these rogue sharks don't really exist but i don't know how really account for yeah especially when we get into the new jersey attack yeah uh it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to overlook that yeah i mean but the truth is that you're probably more apt to die from a jellyfish thing or even entering the water with a wound and getting some sort of infection. Yeah, definitely yeah. so. Uh, I mean, I was reading that you're more more likely to get killed by bees than you are a shark. Yeah, bumblebees. Right. Yeah, <laughs> gentle bumblebees. Right. Yeah. Um, that mean, being said, I'm sure sharks are more horrific death. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure so. I mean, honeybee's not going to, or a bumblebee's not going to, like, bite your legs. Right. Clean off. And I, I do know that, um, what was it, the, who was the guy that wrote the book, Jaws? Uh, Benchley. Benchley. Yeah. Didn't he kind of lamented it because of... Uh, yeah, in his later years, he kind of, uh, or, uh, well, not later years, but like almost like, I guess, after, well, sometime after, whatever. When he gained popularity. He, yeah, and, and everyone started killing sharks. Yeah, I mean, they kind of wiped some sharks mm -hmm. off the face of the planet and made some critically endangered. Uh, I know where we live, right here, Rhode Island, um... You know, the last fatal shark attack we had was like the 1880s. But you have people pulling sharks off the beach all the time. Matter of fact, uh, this month and last month, they tagged uh, juvenile white sharks right off of uh, Rhode Island, which is unusual to find a juvenile. They have never found a breeding ground. They believe the breeding ground might be between Rhode Island and Long Island, but we're not seeing shark attacks. Yeah, um, I mean, for the most, mostly is because, you know, <clears throat> sharks aren't programmed to eat humans right uh, you yeah, know we're not really on their list of things yeah we, we you know mo i'm sure most sharks probably never even encounter a human unless they're killing it yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you know i mean you find a lot of the illegal shark feeding that takes place in like florida where you do have the shark attacks uh where people get their ass bit and usually that's because when people are feeding the sharks they have a sack of fish uh, on their side and they're also biting their hands which you think they're feeding these bull sharks and reef sharks by hand so the uh, bull shark being like one of the most aggressive sharks out there it was it like ten thousand times the testosterone of a male or human it, it, or something yeah something like that and it's like all right so we're gonna feed these by hand that doesn't even it, sound like a just kind of asking for trouble yeah mm. however you got like um i was watching these like documentaries 
and uh, like in the Amazon and stuff, when you got the people that like live on the water, right? And they swim with bull sharks and come in contact with them all the time, and, and never nothing. have, yeah. So it's like maybe I don't know. That's weird, you know. Maybe because they're not a threat but, to the bull. And they're also not feeding them though. Or well, anything. that's true too. Maybe they just yeah. view them as another animal that they don't want to eat. Right. I mean, there's sharks all over in every, basically every, every ocean. Yeah. Every you know. I mean. I mean, they even found the, uh, you know, like the Greenland shark that, that lives is probably the oldest living shark. Yeah, but they say they get up to like 500, 600 years old, yeah. something like that. It's pretty amazing. You know, it's a, a relative of the white shark. It's just very slow moving. Yeah. I mean, um, that's what makes it live so long. It's right. It's got such a low, a, a, a slow metabolism. Right. Just... So, I mean, they're pretty amazing for an animal that's been around since basically the beginning of animals. And yeah. And just really the only thing that's changed is their size. Right. But, um, and it's weird to think about, too, how people are scared of them. Because at the end of the day, it's still a fucking fish. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> I, I I always laugh at people, you know, me fishing on the beach. You know, they'll they'll swim in, like, schools of bait fish and bluefish are going crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I'd rather not get bit by that than anything else. Yeah, the bluefish <laughs> will tear you up. I'm like, I'm not going to get in the water. But not just that. If there's a school of bait fish, that's a good area for a shark. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the most, if you think about it, shark attacks happen so close to the beach. What was it? You pulled a shark up off the breachway right where people were swimming? Yeah, yeah. like, oh, that's a big fish. And you're like, well, there's bigger ones out here. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I think that's the the most, um, you know, fascinating kind of thing with sharks is, they range from like, you know, a foot to twenty feet sometimes, or even bigger with right. whale sharks. But I mean, the biggest—I <clears throat> mean, what I think shark like. I just remember being a little, like a little kid, in uh, when uh, a fisherman in New York caught the biggest one. I don't know if it's ever been beat on rod and reel, but it was like thirty-two or thirty-six hundred pounds. And I just remember when I was a kid seeing that on the t on the news. Really? And uh, yeah, it was a crazy. I mean, thirty-two or I, it was he thirty-two or thirty-six, but he caught that on a rod and reel. Wow! So I was like, that's what made me want to be a fisherman. I, I know. I was just watching a program <laughs> the other day about this bull shark that they pulled up that weighed a thousand pounds. Which, when you think about it, the average weight of a full-grown bull shark is five hundred pounds. Wow! That's a monster. That's pretty big. Yeah, man. yeah. And I, mean, I want to say it was eleven feet. At the time, and now it's like 40 years old, and they think it could be bigger. The largest bull shark ever caught was just over 13 feet, which is a monster. Uh, But we've had, you know, white sharks that have been pulled up uh, that were about 15 feet. Yeah. Um, You know, even blue sharks. We got blue sharks all around here, and, you know, you're talking about a nine-foot shark. Average person, you know, five-foot something, that's a beast. Right, yeah. Yeah. And and that's a problem. I mean... Aside from sand sharks around here, I think the blue sharks are probably the most common. Yeah, the blue sharks and um, the short fin mako. I mean, we get hammerheads now and then. Yeah, and hammerheads, whites. I mean, we have the big southern. thresher contest every year. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, we uh, usually in the summer, well, it's not un- uh, totally uncommon to get like tiger sharks. All sorts of, I mean, you, you did land what was either a tiger or a bull. I don't know what time. the hell it was. You saw it better. I mean, there's I only did. two sharks with a flat nose like that, so. Yeah, uh, yeah. well. So, maybe, I think it was a bull. Maybe uh, it was Maybe it was better I didn't get it, get it up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I, uh, yeah, I think we should start in the New Jersey. Um, okay, so, um, 
you got to kind of put your head in a uh, <laughs> a lot different of a time. Uh, you know, this is 1916. Mm-hmm. Uh, World War One is still going on. Which are, why are all these guys hanging around? They got this big World War going on. How come they weren't out there? I wonder. I don't know. Hmm. Makes you wonder. Um, so the first major attack occurred. Uh, it was Saturday the first, uh, and this was on a um, a resort on Long uh, uh, off of uh, yeah Long Island uh, Long. Uh, my notes are all screwed up here. In southern coast of New Jersey, uh, Charles Van Zant. He was uh, twenty eight, and uh, he was on vacation with his family. This was at Beach Haven. Beach Haven, yes. That's what I was looking for. (laughs) Uh, So they were on vacation at at a hotel, and um, he decided real quick he's going to go back in the water before dinner. Mm -hmm. Well, that was a mistake. Uh, Yeah. uh, Because almost as soon as he he got in the water, he started... Uh, screaming and you know other other people around him believe that he was calling this dog that was right that he found or whatever did he find no no it was his dog oh, he was had it his with dog? Him. Yeah. okay so uh, now, now you should mention too which is unusual this was in three and a half feet of water so yeah, a lot right. of these attacks happen real close to shore I mean just in bathing distance and you know and stepping in the water so. You know, that or sandbars. A lot of people tend to uh, go and stand on the sandbars. Right. That's an excellent area for sharks. Right, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean. You're kind of putting yourself in a situation, making it more dangerous. Right. And, I mean, I'm assuming most sharks are going to get out of there on time. But if they were to, the tide to go down and they get stuck in between the sandbar and the beach, I'd imagine that would make the shark even more pissed. Oh, I'm sure. It'd be terrified. Um so anyway, as soon as he got in the water, he started screaming, and uh, the uh, the lifeguards quickly sent a boat out and uh, and, and rescued him. And um, one of them uh, uh, claimed that a shark followed him to shore. Right. And they pulled him from the water. He was bleeding. His left thigh was stripped almost completely off. Um, he later bled to death. Um. Inside yeah, of the hotel waiting for medical Yeah, attention. on the manager's desk. Yeah. Yeah, they brought him uh, to the hotel. Here, this is for you. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah they brought him in to wait for uh, uh, medical attention, and he bled right on the death, to, to, uh, desk to death. Uh, so, uh, probably not so much unlike today. Uh, the attack was kind of hushed up. It wasn't like, I mean, oh. it, it was known, but they didn't make a real big deal yeah, about it. Was it was beach season. You don't want to cause panic. Right. That's where the money is. Yeah. Uh, in fact, the uh, the curator of the uh, Natural History Museum in, in New York um, set out a kind of a press release saying that sharks can attack humans. Mm-hmm. And their their jaws aren't strong enough to, to bite human limbs off. Interesting. And, uh, yeah. So I thought that was weird because I mean, obviously he must have knew that he, he must have knew he was full of shit, right? Um, and he was probably just paid. Mm-hmm. Um, there were a lot of people that uh, kept uh, saying they were having sightings of sharks too, though. Right, right. But a that, lot of those like, were dismissed. Right, which probably shouldn't have been. I no. mean, the uh, the whole that whole basic month they started seeing more sharks. Right. Um, and the funny thing is they they 
you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, it was because of the war, and they were scaring the sharks away from the, you know, what? The, the battlegrounds, and they went clear across the ocean. That, that was what the thought was at the time. Really? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if there's any truth to that. Now, it wasn't just people on the beach that were seeing sharks, though. It was also, like, sea captains all, who would have knowledge of what a shark looks like. So it's not like, you know... Right, it was just some guy... It was kind of a reparable source that should have been taken more serious. Right, right. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, the second attack didn't happen for another five days. Right. On the 6th. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We'll go into that one. All right. Well, that was on the uh, <clears throat> resort town of Spring Lake in New Jersey, which is about 45 miles uh, away from Beach Haven. And the victim was a 27-year-old that was uh, swimming in the water about 130 yards offshore. And a shark bit him in the abdomen and severed his legs. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, after hearing the screams... Two people notified lifeguards. Lifeguards rolled out and realized he had been bitten by a shark. They pulled him from the water, but he bled to death on the way to shore. And, um, in fact, the the hotel and neighboring hotels raised money for his uh, mother in Switzerland Hmm. to kind of pay for burial and everything. Um, So he was, what, on vacation here? He was on vacation here. He was a Swiss bell captain. But... Hmm. The thing that's interesting is you hear about these, you know, he's attacking the abdomen. That's a, kind of a weird place to attack. And the other one happened in about three f- feet of water, yeah. three and a half feet of water. I wonder if these were different sharks or, you well, know, that did they w- ever really... They, they, as far as I know, they they, owned, they caught one shark. Right. Well, they went with the rogue shark theory. Right. But, and yeah. they determined that that one shark had like 15 pounds of human parts in it oh okay um but they never really proved that it was just one shark i mean it would be kind of i mean it's please it's plausible but yeah because i mean some of these happen in the lake some of them happen in the ocean right make you think it was a bull shark or something well that was the thing though because i think when they caught the one in the fresh water it was actually there was that great white it must have been brackish then. It, well, it was it was yeah. a tidal, yeah. You know, but but it's not uncommon for them to move their way up rivers in brackish water, right, but right. not fresh. Yeah, bull sharks, so. as far as my knowledge, is the only one that holds the salinity and is able to withstand uh, longer periods of time in fresh water. Right, right. Yeah, and I mean they'll find bull sharks what like up in like Missouri almost. They'll find them everywhere, right up to yeah. Right up the Mississippi River. It's kind of weird. You know, they, they can make home to anywhere. So. Okay. So, uh, the, uh, let's see here. So that was Charles Anderson, blah, 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 blah. All right. So the next two major attacks uh, happened in Madamwood Creek, and that's where this shark attack series got its name is the Metawan Maneater. Mm-hmm. Um, which is probably a better name than Shark Shark Attack. Uh, so anyway, this was in Matawan Creek and uh, this was about 30 miles away from Spring Lake. So it kept, they kept getting north. More north, more north, right. more north. Um, let's see. Um, and sharks have a big rain. I mean, oh, yeah. now, now that we know, because we tagged sharks, but we had... Uh, a shark that was in the found in the Gulf of Mexico that last year they 
or able to bing in uh, Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Oh, so they move. So they move. That was that deep blue, the biggest white Maybe, shark. Yeah, wow. So they yeah. got a hell of a mag- um, Yeah. Wow. Yeah, like hundreds of miles. Well, that's... Can, yeah. That's, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. So Matawan is uh, is uh, let's see. At the time, it was considered a very unlikely site <clears throat> for humans and sharks to get together at all. Um, now, this is when uh, Thomas uh, Cattrell, uh, he was a sea captain and a resident, spotted an eight foot shark um, sw- in the creek. Mm-hmm. So this is a, an eight-foot shark swimming in a so creek. So he came forward with this, too. Right. But the townspeople dismissed him. Like, ah, he's been out in the sun too long. Or, <laughs> you know. Uh. <laughs> a drunken old sailor. You know, and, but, you know, uh, he was a he was a fisherman and all that. So he, he knew what he was looking at. And he was right. Um, a group of boys included, uh, let's see, they were all around 11 years old. Uh, they were playing in a creek. Uh, they were playing in the creek together. Uh, along with a pet dog, which was swimming with him as well. Um, they saw what appeared to be an old black weathered log. They thought it was a, leather, a log. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, but they noticed a dorsal fin in the boy uh, in the water, and the boys realized it was a shark. Uh, before uh, one boy could climb from the creek, the shark pulled him underwater. Oh. In a creek. Yeah. That's, that's the, like, the most unthinkable yeah. thing to happen. Yeah. <clears throat> you didn't give the name of the dock. Wick off dock. <laughs> Wick off dock. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I saw that. It's an odd name for a dock. That's a weird yeah. Wick off dock, yep. Okay. Um, let's see. Be, so the boys, you know, obviously scared, ran to town, and several of the locals uh, ran to the, uh, to the site. Uh, there was a, uh, a local guy, uh, uh, Watson Fisher. He was a uh, 2024, uh, came to investigate Fisher. He d- dove right into the water, like oh. without even thinking of anything, oh. you know, to find the boy. Sure. Right. And, you know, but at this time they believed that, uh, the boy was injured and, you know, probably wasn't a shark. Yeah. Um, but when he hit the water, when he got in the water, his right thigh was severed um, severely. Oh yeah, that would have hit the femoral artery. Oh yeah. All right, now I just lost. One. Yeah, you know, he bled to death quite quickly too, because uh, he ripped into his thigh. You're right. Right. Okay. So yeah, and he suffered actually suffered a seizure. Oh no, no, they believe the boy had suffered a seizure. Blah blah. I'm skipping over here because my things all messed up. Um. So Fisher was also bitten by the shark in front of the townspeople. Right. Uh, his right thigh yeah, it was injured, and he bled to death at the hospital in Long Branch. Um, what about the boy's body? Uh, the boy's body was recovered 150 feet upstream mm-hmm. of Wakeoff Dock mm-hmm. on the 14th. On the 14th? Right. Okay. So it wasn't right away, and he didn't. Yeah. I guess he didn't get eaten. Yeah. All right, so we got one more attack. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The um, the last attack actually happened uh, to a boy that was from New York City, who was right within a half mile of the Wickoff Dock, uh, nearly 
30 minutes roughly from the fetal attacks of the, uh, the kids. And the shark bit his left leg, but he was rescued by his brother, and he managed to recover fine, you know. He, you know, lucked out. He was the one that survived these wow. shark attacks. Because he was full. Yeah. How did he go in the war? Like, what made him go in the war? He was close enough to know what was going on, I would think. Yeah, but you don't expect it to happen to you. Yeah, you know, I how guess. many people go in the water, right, you know, right. daily? And you go to a beach, and the beach is full. You know, you have the best a way couple to, thousand people. One person gets bit. Your chances the, are still I know the good. best way to empty the beach is to yell shark. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Especially when you're at night fishing and people want to. Well, I, I remember when we were inundated <laughs> with the the school of blue sharks, and they had the shark sighting signs on the beach, and it was kind of a, a swim at your own risk type right. thing. And then the beach near my house was actually just closed down because there were so many. I uh, see sharks. that I I can remember <clears throat> uh, fishing commercial, and uh, we were fishing off the beach, um, and we heard them over the radio. They were talking about a. 14 to 16 foot uh, tiger shark. Yeah, like swimming, like swimming right in the surf. That's huge. Yeah, and we, you know, we got to see it. It was, you know, it was it yeah. definitely was a shark, and <laughs> it was definitely bigger than anything else. And they, they they cleared off the beach, and you know, they basically just wait wait for it to go away. I'll tell you the neatest thing <clears throat> I've ever seen was I was on a whale watch for school, and there was like a 25 foot basking shark. Oh, those things are cool. That came up alongside the boat. Okay. Right. And it was just pretty impressive to see, because uh, I mean you have these giant creatures. You got the basking shark and the whale shark, the biggest sharks there are, and they just eat the phytoplankton. Right, uh, right, yeah. and uh, they they basically have, you know, uh, no interest at all in what's going on in the world. <laughs> right, but because <laughs> they're, they're considered gentle giants, you have a lot of people that like to dive in and hold on to their dorsal fin and ride them. Uh, which is detrimental to the shark because it's something to do with the oils in our skin that can actually cause like some sort of bacterial infection, like rubs off a coating they have. Huh. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie; it would be pretty cool to do. It would, it would. <laughs> but, <clears throat> um, but yeah. I think sharks should be just left alone to do their own thing. Yeah, I mean um, they're there; they clean the ocean. Without them, we'd have a bigger issue. Um, in, in my personal opinion, they're not even really that good eating. So. No, I mean a lot of people like Mako and all that, but eh, yeah, not so much. Um, uh, then you have you know the <clears throat> a lot of the overseas markets, um, you know the Asian companies that you know make the shark fin soup, right? And they they don't discriminate; they'll use endangered species and everything. And, and they, it, it, it's so crazy that they cut the fins off and just throw it back. Yeah, there's plenty of meat on it. I, well, it's, you know, that's the thing. It's like <clears throat> the meat, the skin, mm-hmm. the bones, the jaws, they can sell all this stuff and, and do something with it. Right. And make it not as bad as it is. I mean, it's still bad, but, you know, the, the, it's just, you're, you're wasting a, a whole animal for, for just a piece. In, in a piece that does absolutely nothing for you. Right. It has absolutely no nutritional value. It's basically like eating snot, so I'm told. Now, now, they sell it illegally on the market here in the U.S., a lot of, like, New York and all, they just call it fish, uh, what do they call it, fish fin. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's actually the shark fin. Uh, it's the same thing. It's just illegally poaching these sharks. And 
See, yeah. that's something that they should, you know, instead of, instead of hassling the little guys, those are the guys they ought to go after. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you're, uh, <clears throat> you know, you're you're basically ignoring the fact that you're wiping out a whole species for mm-hmm. fins. Right. You know, it's not even for food. Mm. <clears throat> Which I'd have less of a problem with. Uh, you know, one even funny little thing is um, uh, they actually have a, a ramen shark fin soup. No. No, they do. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that's how crazy things are. That is crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess the bottom line is is leave the sharks alone. Let them do their thing. And they'll probably leave you alone. And you had a little anecdote about Woodrow Wilson? Or... Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, back in the day um, <clears throat> when this happened, and, and the Woodrow Wilson actually kind of uh, ordered a, a, a cleansing of sharks. Hmm. And basically, you know, like the scene in Jaws, like all the fishermen are going out crazy to yeah. try out the. Yeah, that's basically how it was. Really? And uh, I don't know if they had, like, were given bounties on them, but they definitely were um, uh, were killing sharks hand in hand. Um, I also remember uh, watching some documentary of, uh, I don't know if it was Austra- if he was Australian or South African uh, fisherman, and he was talking about once, once Jaws came out, he was getting crazy amounts of money for just a tooth really $50 for a tooth no kidding uh, you know great white tooth and then like $2,000 for the whole jaws and yeah. the whole jaws rack yeah. and this is in 75 so I mean yeah. they were spending some good money on this stuff yeah I mean they're not that expensive now because I, I have looked at that actually online but you know they're still up there People like the the jaws hanging, but usually what you find is you find like mako and all the stuff that people eat. Yeah, I, I have you know? a, I have a set of mako so, jaws myself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I think that's more appropriate to own. Than yeah, something yeah. Something that was used for food. Yeah, I mean, people don't eat great whites, I don't think, do they? No, the great whites are protected pretty much everywhere. I think. Yeah. You know, at least around here in these waters. Yeah, I can't even. Um, I can't even think of a. a no, I can't even think of a uh, of, a, of an incident that uh, they got dragged up by accident or something. I mean, Mako get dragged up. Oh yeah, a lot. no, they did. Uh, was it two Ooh. years ago? They dragged up that white shark. See, I thought it was a Mako. No, it was a white shark. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a juvenile white shark, and they released it. It was live, so they were able to re-release. But I can just imagine the look on their faces when they pulled that thing up. Yeah. I mean, it was just a juvenile. I want to say it was like eight feet. Yeah, it'll still freaking nip you, though. Yeah. I mean, eight I, feet is still... I mean, let's not forget, the one in, in Jersey was just ten feet. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's that's the other thing with Jaws, is they made you think that these sharks are gigantic. Yeah. Which... Oh, I had to laugh. There was, I saw this video of this guy that caught like a, a three-foot lemon shark or something, mm-hmm. and he's holding it by the tail, and the thing turns and takes a, a chunk right out of his leg. Yeah, what else were you expecting? <laughs> Just because it's small, it's got teeth. Yeah, you know? and, and you are holding it upside down out of the water. Right. <laughs> that You know, that's basically the thing. It's like people just do stupid things. I mean, and, yeah, you don't hold a snake like that because it's going to bite you. Well, well, people do because they're idiots. But I've known people. Yeah. <laughs> I've known those idiots. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, bottom line is leave the damn sharks alone. Don't get bit. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you know, hey. You're one of the lucky ones. Yeah, at least you got a, a scar you can tell a story <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, at least you got a neat story. I always thought that would be a neat scar to have. Yeah, well, yeah. we can have that happen. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I got the jaws. We'll just... Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. 
still want to probably hurt more trying to jam on some jaws. <laughs> Plus, it's kind of a stupid story. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're telling the truth. Uh, you know, I'm just thinking about that. The uh, the guy from the uh, Natural History Museum. You know, like he would. Why Why would you tell people that? that oh yeah, they can't even. They can't even hurt humans. Or they, yeah. You know, right. They can't bite humans. Yeah, I don't know. Just money. Maybe he was just paid to by the resource. Maybe. <laughs> it was paid here's, off. Here's a donation to the museum. Yeah. They say that sharks are. Uh, yeah. Sharks are friendly. Yeah. Uh, you get the baby shark. Do to do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a little bit about sharks in the in the uh, uh, the kind of inspiration for Jaws. Oh, I I mentioned before. That, uh, you know, a guy named Frank Mundus out of Long Island caught the biggest shark on Rod and Reel. And they disputed this over the years that Quint was kind of based on him in the book. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, you can't really deny certain facts. Like, in this is the thing with Jaws, and, and it pisses a lot of people off. Uh, the book was way better mm. than the movie. Yeah. And I always said that if they're going to remake the movie, make it like the book. I love it. <laughs> but anyway, in the book, uh, Quint is using a, a baby dead porpoise okay. for bait that he took directly from the mother. Oh. And uh, now the guy, Frank Mundus, was known in the 50s for killing pilot whales and using them as, as bait. Really? Yeah. And uh, in fact, the, the shark that he caught was feeding off a dead whale. Yeah, yeah and, uh, and he said, now he said that wasn't even the biggest one they saw that day. Really? So, mm. you know, who knows if that's true or not, but, I, you know, when it comes to size, we really don't know how big they can get. No, no. But the, uh, the idea of, like, a megalodon alive today doesn't really hold water. And, and hold <laughs> water. <laughs> and the reason for that is oxygen. Right. The oxygen levels, and, and most people probably don't know this or, or you know, don't pay attention to it, uh, but the oxygen levels years ago, like way years ago, millions of years ago, was actually a lot higher than it is now. Hence yeah. the size. Right. So that allowed creatures. everything to grow yeah. so big. Yeah. And that's just why we're not going to see Megalodon because yeah. there's just, there really, there's no need for him. Mm. You know, he got phased out, let's say. But, I, I, you know, I love sharks. I do. I've actually, I've swam with sharks intentionally. I've intentionally <laughs> swam with, you know, bonnet heads and, and sand tigers and things like that, huh. which sand tigers can, can attack. They, they yeah. usually don't, but, and you know, you can think about that when you're at the beach. I've been at the beach before and I've accidentally kicked a nurse shark. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that was a shock to me. Yeah. You yeah, know, you look you, down, you see this five foot fish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, is it didn't attack me. It was probably more scared of me. Oh, probably and, so. And you can think when you're in the water this summer, you're not alone, and you're in their habitat. Yeah, so. you're in their playground. Yeah. Um, be one thing if they started walking, and that would be terrifying. <laughs> you're like street sharks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So I guess that they pretty much puts a. Uh, uh, yeah, it puts, it puts a nail in this one. Uh, also, we're going to start repeating ourselves. And yeah. Who wants to do that? Um, so next week is going to be a fun show. Um, and it's either the, the most fascinating story or the biggest scam in history. Um, and that is that of the Philadelphia experiment. Yes. So with that, we'll see you next week. Have a good one.